All right, everybody, we are back again this week for another episode of Megashine. What's going on, people? Yes, so it may sound a little different this week. That's because I am not in LA. I am in Portland. So it rains here for no apparent reason. So it's going to sound a little crazy over here. Um, it has been raining. I got here Saturday. It's been raining ever since. Well, that sucks. <laughs> but it's pretty here, though. It's really pretty. Um, I feel like I'm in the episode of Gilmore Girls. And, um, yeah, it's a very pretty place. <laughs> but, yeah, I heard it was really nice. Yeah, it is. Um, it's really nice. It's green. A lot of green. It's a lot of green. It feels like fall here, and I don't really get to see fall. So this is, like, really nice. And um, driving around, you know, looking at people dressed up in winter clothes. And I'm like, really? Are, is this where we are? But it is what it is. So I don't know. Right. So how are you doing, Nick? I am, I'm doing okay. Um, not too much is going on over on my side. It's still, it was damn near 86 over here. Oh, wow. So we still alive and well in the grips of summer. Well, it's 48 over but, here. Uh, <laughs> but it's, you know, I'm trying to trying to get ready for this vacation you don't understand how much i need this vacation right now oh that's right you're going to vegas ready for vegas he's going to vegas you're turning the big 3-0 yes i'm turning the big 3-0 yes i put your age i'm okay i'm okay about it that's good yeah that's a good time that's a that's when you that's when you begin to start making note of the things that you do that you might want to change uh-huh. that's what i learned when i turned 30. i turned 30 and i was like okay this is when i really need to grow up right and it gets brighter later yeah it does it does it gets better it gets easier you recognize stuff and then yep. you just laugh at yourself all right well oh, let's get into let's pour us a little cup of tea because I know you cold up there. It so is. Let's get into some hot <laughs> tea. Yeah. yeah, so let's see. Oh, David I and I'm saying his name totally wrong. I am, I am not the best with names and I should be. But as you know, David, David is a great actor. He was Martin Luther King in Selma. He is in King Cat, oops, the Queen of Catway. Um, or he, he also has something to do with that, making that movie. Uh, he's been. He sadly was a part of the <laughs> the Nina Simone <laughs> bio. The oh, Lord. I wasn't talking about, but I, I won't hold it against him. But anyway, he's been really a champion for diversity in movies for a while now, and he just came out talking about how Game of Thrones is basically, you know, Caucasian, you know, ish. Like it's pretty much full of white folks and it's not really diverse and he's talking about why it needs to be more diverse it needs to be more people of color who are not subservient because basically the people of color are in it or they start out as slaves and I just have a problem believing that we were slaves all the way through these different types of fantasies and worlds so he's come out talking about how that needs to change that and I and I agree with him it does need to change yes I agree I don't particularly watch Game of Thrones. Um, I hear other people talking about it. It's not exactly something. I, well, to be honest, I just don't have HBO. That's why I'm not watching the shit. Uh, but he's justified in his uh, assessment of Game of Thrones. I mean, some of the, the little characters they do have that are people of color, they're relegated to slave roles or, you know, help roles. And they're their parts are not fleshed out or minuscule. So, yeah, Game of Thrones definitely needs some people of color actors and characters in their storyline. And I saw when that story broke out of his comments that people were coming up in everybody else's mentions talking about, oh, well, black people didn't exist during those times. <laughs> you tell me black people didn't exist with Dragon's Dia. 
you know, it's not, it, that is a point. That is a point right there. We was so you trying to tell us that we wasn't around, but some damn dragons were. <laughs> when, yeah, you, like, when you think about it, you can't help but to laugh because that is some that's some straight out bull nonsense. The fact that someone put that out of their mouth. Right. <laughs> it's just like another these dude bros getting so butthurt about shit that needs it's just like come on now you're gonna believe a dragon over a <laughs> black people okay I'm just I've had it I have had it but yes but David is like and you know he has a little bit of pull so I hope that they are listening because when you saw, I think when we watched the Emmys, and you saw when, you know, they all went on stage, all you saw was a bunch of white faces. And it was like, not only is it white on the screen, but it's white behind the screen. Um, and if there are people of color, they're not as visible. But it was very clear, this is a white show. And I, I really, it's really disheartening because I really think that we could be really... We can do so much if we're added onto the show, and I think that there are a lot of writers and producers of color who would love a shot at doing one of the most popular shows on television right now. So you know, you know, they need to like get on it. I mean, The Walking Dead has people of color behind the scenes and, and you know in front of the camera, and um, some of the other shows that we are watching, you know, Scandal and. How to Get Away with Murder. I mean, all these other shows have people behind the camera and in front of the camera. Why can't exactly. Game of Thrones get there? They need to really get there. It is. It, it, it's to highlight the bigger picture, especially in the sci-fi, um, fantasy-type genre that black people are relegated to minor roles and if they do have a somewhat bigger role then they're immediately killed off like within the first 15 minutes yeah and that is highly ridiculous yeah we will see i'm glad david brought this up i'm glad he brought this up because we really need to have this discussion i mean it's a good show i enjoy i'm i'm here for it but it really needs to change it just really needs to change it does lord so along the uh, TV show slash cinema aspect, the uh, Power Rangers trailer dropped, <laughs> and I, I saw the trailer, and I'm actually excited for it. Mm-hmm. It looks grown up. Um, I don't want because I saw like the black guy was. I don't want him to be the comic relief, and I don't want him to be. I think he's the blue power ranger um, in this movie. Yeah. But I think it's an Asian character, and I don't want her to be the yellow one. Yeah. <laughs> like no, stuff. I hope not. That was um, not cute. I'm kind of excited for it. You know what? I. Mm, I didn't watch it. I was a little bit older when it came out. They're, well, you know, the Power Rangers. And I remember when it wasn't a Power Rangers, it was something else when I saw it. Um, and so, you know, this could be a great way to reintroduce it. But I I don't know. I, I You know, I'm open to it. I can't, I didn't watch it. I didn't, I don't really know the characters that much. I know that apparently there was like a secret ranger everybody was in love with. But I think this has potential to be something. I just hope it's not hokey. And I hope that, um, the studio knows how to market this because it really comes down to the marketing at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, people know what Power Rangers are, but it's going to come down to the marketing to convince people to go and see it. So it looks right. good, though. Yeah, like, initially, when it came out, the TV show, it was, they had like, it was cut with Japanese um, scenes in it, but the actual acting were with the American actors. Uh, like they had the black guy as the black power ranger and then they have the Asian person that was the yellow ranger uh, and everybody wanted to be Tommy and Tommy was the green ranger who later became the white ranger and then there was a movie uh, the movie was actually pretty good um, and they had an actual they had a black person 
as the Yellow Ranger in the movie. Um, and then they have all these reiterations, like they have Dino Force, they have Power Rangers in Space, they have this, that. It's, Ooh, but the <laughs> original, the one that the one that I acknowledge is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and that started in the nineties. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm actually excited for it. Yeah, but it's just I hope it's not done terrible. Like I hope it's not a, another gym movie. Oh Lord have mercy! And speaking of that, I you can't, I, can't, I can't take it again. <laughs> I cannot. As speaking of that, do you know they trying to lobby for the? They are lobbying right now for the sequel, and it's and it's called Jim: The Rise of the Misfits. They are lobbying hard for that, and I was like, no, nobody's. I'm not even giving. A, I'm not giving a nickel for that. No, no, I don't want nobody to do it unless, unless they actually redo the movie. And give it to somebody. I want it to be a a woman director. So I want a woman director to do it. I don't want any more. Or if it's a gay man, let it be a gay man who has who can who has the receipts. Why don't they just put Christy Marks back on it. Well, yes, they can do that because she can be a producer. She can be the writer. Um, she can do it all. And I and I, and I really hate the fact that they. They only talked about her at the last minute after you know we got on to them as fans for not even including her, but um, they should reach out to her. But yeah, they trying to lobby to have the sequel, and I they sent it to me, and I was like, don't don't do that to me, don't disrespect me like that. Right? Do not open yourself up to this asshole. <laughs> no, because it, it it is no, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't care for it. So let it die. The rest of us have accepted that. <laughs> Right. Oh. Lord. So, Gosh. another interesting thing I saw in comics is they're thinking about doing. They're not thinking about. It, they're going to do it. Iceman's going to have his own comic coming out very soon. Now, if you're not familiar with Iceman, he's one of the original X Men, and he's also gay. In fact, both versions of him are in this current Marvel universe: his teen self and his grown self, and both of them <laughs> are gay. Now. It's interesting because Iceman, we we had no idea he was going to be gay in you know in this universe, but his teen version was. Um, but then they said that both of them were, so he had to really go back and look back at the fact that you know Iceman has always <laughs> been with women, um, and how I guess none of those worked out well. So that's why his relationships never worked well because he was gay. But anyway. He is going to have his own comic. So I am curious to see how they approach his storyline. What will be his storyline? And will they really talk about him being gay? But not the blanket gay. Like, like, oh, yeah, I'm gay. But really get into some of his inner struggles that he had. Because he was closeted for so long. And will there be a backstory to how he really dealt with that? How he's really living his life? And did he have any type of relationship that we didn't know about? you know, from the past. So I, I really hope this comic really, really gets into it. Um, now, some fans are happy for it. Some fans are not happy about this. They feel like it's just, uh, it's going to be a wasted opportunity. They're not going to really get into it. But I have hope. They, they, they may give us some backstory to why he decided to be this way for so long. So, you know, I who knows? It could be that comic that changed the game in some ways. I don't know. Or I think I think it's it's a step in the right direction. Do I think it's gonna solve the world's problems? Oh God, no. But I think Marvel is going to. I'm hopefully they'll do a good job, and especially to shed some light on you know his sexuality and why he like you said why he hid it for such a long time and uh, things of that nature. But it's so far, so good. Now, let's expand on this. Yeah. So, I'm really hoping for the best. Um, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm trusting that they'll be able to do it. So, we'll see. Yeah, so what else do we have in uh, Aunt Meg's tea? Because, you know, we might have to boil another pot. <laughs> So what do we have? Well, if for the fans, I know you are excited about 
Um, the new season of Walking Dead is coming out this uh, this coming up Sunday. So I know y'all excited to see who's Negan's going to kill. Um, so I don't know. If, do you even watch that show? I do watch the show, but I will probably be at a, a charity drag event. So I probably won't see it. And then I have a board meeting, so uh, I'll be beating the clock. Oh, wow. But I'm hoping, I, first of all, I like Negan, uh, the actor who plays him. His name was forget, uh, Jeffrey. Is- me, but uh, he was uh, Sam and Dean's dad on Supernatural. Yeah. Um, and he's fine. He is fine. He's, He's so like, fine. <laughs> he just looks like he will be just lovely to play around with. But yeah, he is a, a sexy daddy, and I appreciate him. Is it, is it Jeff? Is it Dean Morgan? Jeff Morgan? Something like that. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes, that's his name, and he's doing commercials and everything for the show. But um, I'm looking forward to see because he can play a villain. He can play an asshole really well. He was he was um, in Watchmen. He was the comedian, and um, that's why I kind of fell in love with him then. But, you know, I'm looking forward to see how this plays out. Um, it's going to be a great introduction to this season. This Basically, he's going to kill somebody in the first episode. So it's going to be crazy. I just hope crazy. he doesn't kill off. Uh, I don't hope Michonne gets anybody but Michonne. No, they won't kill off Michonne. I hope we won't kill off Ms., uh, Sasha either. Basically, don't kill the black folks. You can kill Eugene. <laughs> You can kill Eugene because Eugene lied. His lying ass. He said, remember, he's talking about, I know what the cure is. And then, like, I don't know. And I was like, you know what? God, he was just so annoying. Like, why are you even here? Yeah. He should have been done dead. But we don't know. So, you know, this Sunday is going to be, (laughs) it's going to be something else. Because this show is going to just come on out. And and just really get into, you know, where are they going to go for this season? You know, who's going to jump in? And then right. it's also that king, that guy with the um the 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 panther or wherever he is, this right. black yeah, man. Like a, a fucking tiger or something. Yeah, I'm like, who are you? And this he's like a has a kingdom. It's it's going to really be something else this season. You know, and they have to take right. it up because it's going. It's you know I think they're hitting in their what fifth season now, so. They're seven. Oh, so Lord. Seven yeah. Well, they're, they're going to have to take it up. Um, but for those of you who are kind of lost or you're a little bit like me who's missed out some seasons right now um, on AMC, they are doing the entire, they're playing in all the seasons and they're doing a recap. So if you have lost out on things, you can watch that. Um, it's been very interesting to watch. Um, just seeing what Carol's gone through as a character, my Lord. That? Like, I really, I was like, initially, when I started watching uh, The Walking Dead, I was like, oh, what is Carol doing in here? Just another white woman. <laughs> Kill her off. But her transformation has got to be one of the biggest and interesting transformations I've seen of a character out of all the shows I've seen. Yeah. See so, yeah. It's just like, she grew into herself and realized what kind of power she had. Yeah. And she didn't do it because she wanted to. She did shit because she had to. Yeah. For the good of the group. Yeah. So that's really good. Carol's my favorite character. Yes. Speaking of TV shows, so Stranger Things kind of, you know, took over the summer, you know, in the sense of this new... New kind of show, but yet not new. It was kind of a, a can't play, uh, pay homage to um, a lot of, um, you know, the 80s and Stephen King and um, Steven Spielberg type of films and movies and books. And so there is a belief that one of the characters, and I think it is Will, I, I want to, one of the he was the main one who got kidnapped um, and we thought was missing, spoiler alert. But he's not. <laughs> uh, they have a belief that he's gay. And a lot of fans really think he is. In fact, his sexuality is supposedly going to be talked about in next season. So that's interesting that they may go down this path in discussing this particular character. Because um, he was kind of the 
he was, I mean, Eleven was, you know, the star, but he was also the star, too, because, you know, the whole thing was based on finding him. So possibly he could be a gay character and a young gay character. It'd be interesting to see how it is to be, I guess he's in, like, he's like early teens, maybe, um, to kind of, you know, just the, the talk about that and, and, and to see that in the 80s. It's set in the 80s. So um, possibly he could be gay and they may be discussing that in the second season. If so, I wonder where they're going to go with that. Yeah, um, I think that would be good, especially to show uh, homosexuality and queer identity in that in that young of a kid, and also in that era. Yeah, because you know. But, uh, I, oh, go ahead. No, I think it'd be neat because you know, it's for for those of us who grew up in the eighties. Um, there wasn't that much visibility of us at all. And I think for those of us who ran around with a bunch of boys, it could be interesting to see, you know, who his crushes are or how he interprets things or, um, you know, how does, you know, how does he cope with this feeling and how does he use his geekdom? Because I think a lot of us who were growing up in the eighties, um, we turned to our geekdom to kind of deal with our sexuality and even the nineties for some others who grew up in the nineties too. So it'll be, it'll, I, I think if they do it right, this could be a great story to see this young teenage guy figure out his sexuality in the midst of all of the supernatural fantasy stuff going around. So who knows? Exactly. Yeah. And so, we'll yeah, I wonder if they're going to do this. So um, they say they're going to discuss that, and but they could be, you know, just kind of hooking us in. But let's see what happens. You know, let's see if we got a a gay main character and coming up in the second season of Stranger Things. And speaking of rumors, <laughs> so uh, Joe Mac- Magniello, I'm going to screw up his name so many times. Uh, the guy who is, uh, he's going to play Deathstroke in Batman. Yes, and he's also so a daddy. A, a picture of Anna Kendrick and hashtag did Robin. So, if you don't know, there was a female Robin. Yeah. Uh, her name was uh, Carrie Kelly. She was uh, one of the more recent uh, incarnations of Robin. Uh, it was created by Frank Miller and appeared in The Dark Knight Returns. Um, she got her chance to fight alongside Batman after saving him from a, a gang called the New Mutants. Yep. So, I think this might be, I'm hoping this is kind of hands down because it should be really interesting to see a female Robin on the big screen yeah but I'm not sure if I want to see Andrew I don't if I want to see her though <laughs> I don't know you know I mean again this is a rumor and who knows what can happen because at first we thought that the female Robin was going to be oh her name just slipped me but she she's a pretty good actress she was in um she was the best part of Sucker Punch. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I, I, I can't remember that actress's name. Yeah, and, um, and we'll probably put her name in, in the notes because I feel bad. I, don't, I can't remember her name right now. But she's done some great roles. Um, and so I thought it was going to be her, and it would make sense if it was her. Um, but, you know, I mean, maybe, you know... <laughs> we'll see but you know I, I don't I'm not really feeling Anna being this character right now but you know I think you know she could prove me wrong she is a great actress I just don't see her I just don't really see her as this Robin well, though she, um, there was also rumors of her uh, playing Squirrel Girl in the Marvel Cinematic Universe so yeah I see that more than yeah. I see Robin she can't have both of them <laughs> no she can't with those contracts. No, but I can I see her more as Squirrel Girl. I don't see her as Robin. Okay, we'll we'll keep it. Yeah. Keep that. You know, Joe, you need to quit uh, spreading these rumors. Just you know, just keep taking your shirt off. But you need to quit, you know, spreading these rumors. And let's and you know what, let's hope that he's shirtless in this Batman movie because we got to see Batman do his um insanity workout. So uh <laughs> Let's hope that we get to see Deathstroke do an insanity workout too. 
I still don't. Seth Rollins can be butt ass naked, and I'm not giving a damn. He could be fighting naked, and you know that that's, and you know, and, and you don't have to understand it. That it's just that'll just be fine for me. I'd be like, okay, I understand why he had to do that. I understand. They can't pay homage to Greek Greek people. <laughs> yeah, they could just pull that. Yeah, since you know, you know, Batman vs Superman was good at pulling stuff out of every ass in the world, they could just pull this out of nowhere too and just, just right. <laughs> oh Lord, let's see. Oh Lord, and then this last piece of information. So apparently, Leo um, DiCaprio may be behind a a planet, a Captain Planet uh-huh. movie. <laughs> Somebody doing April Fool's joke. No, not no. There is rumors that he's thinking about doing this. Um, can I see it done? Yes. Do we want this? I don't think we do. I don't think. Did we, we even want the cartoon? You know what? I I tried the cartoon and it was a good concept, but I just didn't like Captain Planet. I'm like, no. Why can't they just do it? They could have been like. Power Rangers of their own, because in some ways they kind of were. But, you know, they could have been like, they had their own little powers. They didn't need to bring him out. But, I mean, I like the concept of what they were. I like the fact they had Gaia. I thought that was neat. Um, but I don't know if we need a movie, though. I don't think we need a movie. I really, I know I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for uh, this. So, <laughs> I don't know who they were talking to that they said, hey, we need a Captain Planet movie. Yeah, and, and I mean, if Leo, like I said, this is a rumor, but if Leo, who knows what Leo, it, it could be a different, you know, concept. You know, they're good at redoing concepts, and it's something totally different, but <laughs> a Captain Planet, though? Yeah, Jam is the biggest, mm, but I don't know if we really want this movie. And, you know, folks, we're not trying to be negative. It's just sometimes you can just tell something is just not going to work. Like, you know, when they, when they did Warcraft, a part of me was like, that's not going to work. And it didn't work. But <laughs> I'm just saying that. You could almost I, tell now. I, I like parts of Warcraft. You I did? As a whole, mm-hmm. Warcraft didn't work. But certain parts of it, I understood. Um, yeah, like you said, some things don't need to be done. And some things work better in different formats. Like, for example, let's take Luke Cage. Yeah. Luke Cage wouldn't have worked in a two-hour movie. Yeah. You couldn't have flushed out all of those characters in two hours and still have the same result as you did. So it's better for certain things like that to be 13 episodes. So let's... uh, I don't want to say no, hell no. But then again, I'm not going to say hell yes to this. It could be the cartoon. I mean, and maybe that's what they may end up doing is the cartoon. Like they, they do a cartoon version. I'm like, okay, then you can do that. You can put that on um, Netflix for kids. <laughs> put that on Nickelodeon or somewhere, PBS. You can put that on there for the kids. But, uh-huh. um, and I don't, like I said, Leo, Leo's not dumb. I'm sure he'll figure out a way to make it. Something that people want to see, but I don't we'll know. See. I don't know. So I, they, don't, I don't know anything. So, I'm still, <laughs> my, our original question still stands. Who asked for this? That is always going to be my, that's going to be my, my first question always, is who asked for this? Like, who who said this was an idea? And then we kind of right, go from there. <laughs> And it makes me mad because these people get paid all this money. And I'm like, really, is what y'all came up with? Is it is it that lazy to be that rich where you don't have to really think? But come on, and like the people, there are so many talented people out there. Hell, the talented people that we follow that are just wanting and wishing for somebody to take a look at their work. Yeah. So when you rehash shit that's been hashed before. It's like, what do you even really do? At this point, you just collected a paycheck. Yeah. That is true. That is so true. But, you know, you you just never know. They may figure it all out and be like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. But I doubt that. I doubt that. We will not hold their arm (laughs) around. No. 
So even though I was saying that might be the, is there anything else that might have popped up? Anything else before we put our cups away? Let me take a look here. Cause I feel like I mean, well, tomorrow's the debate. It's the final debate. Which is going to be funny because, you know, Donald Trump is already saying that everything is rigged. The same election that he won by, he's saying it's rigged. But you, saying, he said it was rigged and then like exactly 24 hours before that he said <laughs> the uh, election was good and the polls are good. So, girl, will you just get off your social media? And that's another thing. I don't understand these celebrities, politicians, politicians included, that go on these rants on social media and then, like, they don't have any PR covering for them or the social media coordinator or anybody telling them, is that a good idea? Do you think you should do that? Like, where are these people to keep them in check? Yeah, where are your publicists? Good yeah. Lord. Like, here, that's a job that I would like to do. Like, where's your publicist? Like, I would love to be like, okay, so I'm thinking about doing this. And they send it to me. I'm like, no, sit your ass down. Right. We're not doing this today. Because that means I got to clean it up. And you ain't paying right. me enough. So, like, who are these people? I'm going to ass off to clean off this bullshit that you done fucked around and did. Yeah. And now you want me to uh, You're not even going to give me a Christmas bonus at the <laughs> end of the year. So, no. And then what's so funny, speaking of Donald Trump, um, his wife was on TV talking about how she wants to work on stopping bullying on social media i'm like well then you need to divorce your husband <laughs> like you need to right. that's your first stop is your husband right there your first stop is his foolishness but yeah everything is he's saying it all it's rigged he's up or doing this obama just told him today quit whining which i was like oh he just kind of he called your bluff today he says stop whining and you know better trying to say something to him so uh they're not coming for uh well, you some people did try. They did try. Some girl on Twitter tried to talk about how she's not that cute. Um, and she got dragged. This black girl had to, she's like, she doesn't look that cute and all that. And I'm like, okay, why do you need to say something? And then she got dragged. So I think she took her Twitter off. <laughs> well, I mean, some opinions should be kept to yourself. Yes. And that's another thing, people. If you know somebody is... Well, that's not that's not completely true. But if you know predominantly a lot of people, especially if a lot of people of color like a person, like Michelle Obama or Beyonce, you don't need to say anything against that unless you just looking to get dragged, abused, called out, cussed out, everything. Like you just just don't do it. Don't do it, because this right. is asking for trouble. I think some of y'all do it. And the visibility. That's all that is. Yeah, I think some of y'all want to do it. So you, talking about that, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that's not a good way to get... <laughs> that's not the best way to do it. But yeah, you know, Trump... But yeah, back on him. He's... This is almost over, you know, and I'm happy it's almost over. It looks like his path is non-existent right now. Uh-huh. Um, for winning and um you know he's already talking about how he wants to have a channel <laughs> like he wants to have it a channel it all it was it was all a ruse just to get a channel i think and it is I too i don't understand why people don't see the the gotcha like he wasn't never gonna be a president come on now no. and then you have all these other politicians like uh Paul Ryan, he was saying, he was talking about uh, Bernie Sanders, how Bernie Sanders could be coming for his spot. You have uh, these, uh, for instance, in Kentucky, there's uh, our mayor, Jim Gray, is running against uh, Mitch McConnell. Now, mind you, Jim Gray is gay, too, on top of being a Democrat. So him running against the system, I mean,
you're still voting for him, so you're getting in line. So I'm hoping that not only Trump falls, all of these other politicians, these majority leaders and all that shit, Minority leaders also fall. Yeah, I'm hoping for I'm. I can't wait for us to move past this, and I can't wait because it's it's really sad to see the like the Trump supporters. I, I'm I've I've said this. I stand behind it. Trump supporters to me are new age slaves. That's what they are to me. The way they have a slave mentality. If you listen to them and watch them, they have a slave mentality. They, they, the slaves used to be like the master can do anything to them, but they still love their master. He can do anything to them and they still love him. Um, they still support him. They call him king. They said that God blessed him to be. These are things that slaves used to say about their masters. And so basically they are the new age slave. They are so devoted to him that no matter how he treats other people, no matter what he's been proven about him, they still going to stand by him the same way the slaves that will get beat by their masters. They will stand by him and believe that they have to be the better ones and willing to do some some evil stuff to, you know, be accepted by him. The same way as slaves used to call out other slaves to make sure their masters stay happy. So that's what they do. And I feel like these, you know, these these white folks are so disenfranchised. They have become slaves and they basically have become the thing that they, that they hate the most. But that's what they are to me. They're, right. They are slaves. They are new and age I slaves. They have this this mentality that they don't know how Trump occurred. You know exactly how Trump occurred. Mm-hmm. It was these same media outlets perpetrating this mentality and then when it grew and grew and grew you didn't, you didn't you couldn't control it. It's mm-hmm. just like when Frankenstein created the monster. Mm-hmm. Like now it's alive and you don't know how to control it. Yeah. And so I feel like they didn't like they had a playbook. We said this before. They had a playbook for 2012 and told them what they needed to do. You know, it's like saying this is how you get it's like if somebody gave me a book and said this is how you get your money. I'm going to read that book twice. And within 30 minutes, make sure, like, I'm going to get this money. This book showed me how I'm going to get this money. And I, that I'm going to get my money. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, I'm going to put that book aside and figure out how I'm going to get it on my own. Not if a book is explaining tale by tale how to get my money. That book explained right. them how to, how to get power. What they, how they lost it and what they needed to do. These hoes sat up there and put that book on the shelf and still didn't learn from nothing. And now look at them. Yep. Uh, we're sorry to get on a, a political tangent, but it's just a lot at stake, y'all. Yeah, and we do, and you know what we're going, and you know, and let's not be, let's not be ashamed about it because you know we got to educate our people about the fact what's at stake because you know people are now they're talking about like well we don't need to talk about our issues anymore you know because gay issues don't matter or LGBT or queer issues don't matter yes it does when they talk about they're gonna roll back a lot of the stuff that we got it does matter. So we have to make sure that we know, especially queers of color, we got to get out there and make sure that we are voting and changing it up because I ain't going back <laughs> to to a bunch of mess. I like being able to be, you know, gay at my job and able to get married. And I'm in California, so it's easier for us. But for those of y'all who are like, like for you being in Kentucky or people who are living in places where you can still be fired for being gay. We can't we we can't play this. We we have to make sure we're out there voting. So be out there, be out there all day if you have to take off work. But you got to vote. Exactly. All right. Well, now let's jump into. We're gonna do something a little bit different for our king size issue. We're gonna actually play like a potpourri of things. We're gonna ask each other questions um, because some people you have know, said some fun things to us, like they feel like they know us, but they want to know more about us. Um, so I don't know. We're gonna ask us, we're gonna ask us some some silly out there questions, um, like I, and, and you know for y'all to get to know a little bit more who we are, and some of our silliness. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Nick, I'm gonna start off and ask Nick. Okay. All right, Nick. So can you tell us about your first crush? Ah, uh, first crush. Now, a 
lot of this I have blocked out, y'all. So if if I start to stuttering and all that shit, it's just my mind brushing off the cobwebs. So my first crush was, I want to say, fourth grade, maybe. Um, and I can't even remember his name, but I thought he was so cute, and I didn't realize that I was. Well, actually, I did realize that I was gay, but I knew that he wasn't gay. Um, and he, we were in those, uh, like the school system that I was a part of. We had the fourth, the fifth, and fourth graders uh, basically in the same room or same classroom. So uh, he was, I think, he was a grade above me, and. I just thought he was so cute, and I know he wasn't like me, but I would always stare at him and think about just holding hands and wanting to give him a, a kiss on the cheek, but then I think he opened his mouth and said something stupid, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I just, for me... I never really dated. My mom made it very clear. You were supposed to do school, and that's it. And if, don't bring no no people around here saying that you in love and whatnot. <laughs> so it was understood that we didn't date until maybe into high school. I didn't date until college, honestly. Mm-hmm. And the person that I'm with now is my first real my first relationship ever so that's a little bit about me now for you okay let me see name one song that can get you emotional and why um oh that's a good one um, it is a toss up between Linger by the Cranberries. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> and um Surrounded by Chantal Cresnick. I'm saying her name totally wrong. But it's called Surrounded by Chantal Krasnick, and that's not her saying that. But um I'll touch on them both. Linger is the perfect song about you liking somebody so much and you thought they liked you, but they don't like you as much as you like them. Um, and they know that they have you around their finger and they know it. Um, and every time I hear it, it makes me a little emotional because I always think about um, certain guys that I really cared about. Um, and they, cause they, and they know you were a fool for them. And that's what they, that's the part of the lyrics. You know that I'm a fool for you, but you just let it just let you know, you just let things linger. And, um, you know, I think about, the reasons why I went to college, I only went, I went to college because I was in love with my best friend. That's the only reason why I went to college. I wouldn't have went any other reason. So, um, no, I was going to go to college, but I went to Murray State because the guy I was in love with went to Murray State. That was, and I had, and I was thinking about going to um, Tennessee State, and I was thinking about going to Vanderbilt, and I was thinking about going to Parsons and Otis when they were one school. They're separating now, um, but. I went to Murray State because I was in love with my best friend. And so I think about Linger. Linger is kind of that um, song that makes me think about that. And Surrounded does too. Surrounded, um, the song is based from her experience of somebody she loved that committed suicide. Um, and so there was, um, the song Surrounded was very, it, it, if you ever listen to it, it is very, it's very passionate because it's a, you know, the thing she says in it that she doesn't want the a person to lose sight of them, um, you know, even though even though they're surrounded by, she's surrounded by that person. She's like, don't lose sight of me though, and it's it's a very powerful song. And I had a friend who I was that I loved who committed suicide, and so that I I I think about him when I think about that song too, is because I always felt like when it got rough, don't lose sight of me. But you know, again, when you're when you're dealing with depression, you you can win or lose, 
and lose that battle, and he lost that battle. So that song, both those songs are just kind of very passionate ones for me. All right. Let's see. Um, for you, um, what is that movie that when you see it, it just, it just makes you feel so good about everything? designer actually the eighth grade but then in high school I wanted to be a designer and I were I was designing I remember I got the bug when um, I was in Buffalo for the summer Buffalo New York for the summer and I was reading a lot of the the ebony I think it was ebony in essence and they always had like the fashion fair and like the and the looks and the fashion and I was so caught up in that and then also mostly because of gem cartoon when I wanted to be a designer just like um, Shayna and so I was always drawing and doing these designs um, I took French class and so my this, <laughs> my house was going to be called um, Yves Terre because that was my French name for class and um, I did all these I still have some of the, the books that I did all these designs and everything in um, and I thought that I and I did them all as and threes, because I was inspired by the Misfits. So I said that my outfits will have, they all have a theme and they'll be done in threes. There's always a, a sophisticated one, um, a sophisticated, there is a rambunctious one or a rebel one, and then there was kind of the sultry one. So there was, that was how I did all my designs. There was always a, a three pod of it all. And so if I, I remember I did tuxedos for women and there was one that was sultry, which was a teacher told me that, that was just kind of slutty. Um, I was like, oh, like it's slutty because the bow was covering certain things. And so um, the bow tie was covering certain things. But I want, yeah, but no, I wanted to be a designer. I went to college my first, my first year I was, I was, a, I had to be a fashion merchandiser because I didn't have design. Um, that's what happens when you go to college for a boy and not for what you really want to study. So I went in with that, um, but I, I got out of it. But I sometimes wonder if I would have stuck with it, would I really be doing something in the fashion world? Yeah, it's always tough thinking about the road not traveled. Yeah, that's true. 
Well, speaking of that, um, if you, oh, oh, I had the question. So if you could be a music artist, what type of music would you do? It's funny, I think about electronica and I remember I was I was in college when all that was so big and right. I loved it because I used to have all oh my god, all the all the the C D singles that had all those remixes and stuff and So You Think You Can Dance, like compilations. I had all of those and I used to love it. I used to think like that'd be so fun just because you didn't have to have any lyrics barely. You can just say right. three lines and that was it. That was the whole entire song. But no, I, I, I love all that stuff back then. It was so fun. It was kind of fun. Like it's fun. It's weird now. Like you know, fun music doesn't really exist, or if it does, nobody really cares for it anymore. But back then, it was, it was really cute. It was, it, it, it defined the times. I will say. Yeah, like with the nineties, everybody liked a lot of the same music. And nobody was ashamed of it. Like, yeah. for instance, with techno and electronica, everybody liked that kind of music. Yeah. But now it kind of almost got ingrained through our head that that kind of music is stupid or it's quote-unquote gay or weird to like. And I'm like, why? Yeah. That's true. I don't know. People feel like it. <laughs> All right. We, we so got, yeah, it's your turn. We got one last. We'll do one. We'll do one last question each. I want to be remembered as somebody who was always trying to make a path for us, you know, trying to make a path for people of color in some form or fashion. I I just wanted, I want people to know that I, I was there trying to make a difference for us. Um, Because, you know, with, with me growing up, there were so few that were visible, like, you know, Sylvester was was already gone when I was a teenager um, and that was that was kind of it when it came to people of color that we knew and then you had um, oh Ricky from My So-Called Life he was a, he we were just we were the same age in real life me and Will and Wilson Cruz uh, but it's uh, interesting because I 
watching him on TV was the closest I had to like that's a person my age going through what I'm going through um, as a gay person and he's a person of color too so you know I I want to say that what I'm doing kind of helped put us to visualize what it is to be a person of color and queer that's good I'm going to use that same question for you what 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 do you want people to remember you by? Or to... I want to be remembered by trying to make people laugh. Um, I want to be remembered for my determination. Uh, be remembered of my loyalty to people. And how much I love those people. Uh, I want to be remembered kind of the, along the a similar lines for you that that I'm always going to speak out against injustices with queer people of color um, for people that are not the status quo. Yeah. And that I'm always, well, I will at least try to make a difference in our lives and the next generation of lives. All right. That's a deep question. Yeah. That was well, that was fun. That was fun. We we want to do that just so people get to know a little bit more about us and besides our crazy rants on Twitter because we can always get into that. Um, they can go crazy. Yeah, they can. But hopefully, you know, all of you um, continue to follow us on Twitter you can follow Nick at Porter Possess Twitter you can follow me at Wonderman5 on Twitter also follow the Megasheen and the Megasheen Pod on Twitter um, and then you can go to our website which is the Megasheen and what else we got a Facebook too Megasheen 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 we're trying to get out there. We're trying to be a part of the geek world, and I think we are. And, um, you know, so, yeah, we're, we're out here. Follow us. Talk to us. Send us messages. You can send us hate mail. <laughs> we may respond to who we may not. Read it, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We ain't got time for haters, but right. luckily we don't have any. Don't well, I might have jinxed this by saying that, but luckily we don't have any. But, um, right. yeah. Don't forget to follow us uh comment, rate, subscribe it on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And, um, yeah. You said, Twitter, you, you said Facebook, so mm-hmm. I think we're good. We're good, and also we may be, a, maybe, you know, part, I know that the Rock Hour Picture Show live tweeting is happening. We may be a part of that, too, so be looking out for that craziness. Black Girl Nerds is doing it. We may be jumping in with that. Um, it's going to be crazy to watch, <laughs> so be looking out for that coming out soon. Uh, yeah, for real. And, because that, that's going to be something to talk about, to see what they've done to this classic, um, which, it's hard for me to see anything else do that, because I'm, I'm a purist when it comes to that, but we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Because, <laughs> you know, Tim Carey, there cannot be I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Seeing that changed my life. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I have some homework to do because I have never seen. Oh my God. You cannot be alive. You you have to you have to see that. But you're not the only one. There were some people on Twitter like, oh, I haven't seen it all the way through. I'm like, oh my God. Y'all need to sit on down and watch it. As much as Logo plays it, like they play it like it's an infomercial. Oh my God. They play like it's an infomercial, so I'm just saying, um, y'all, you gotta watch it. It's a great, it's great. I love it. I do. All right, and with that being said, until next time, kids. Yes, until next time, um, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about the craziness that we saw in this debate. So be prepared for that. But you know, y'all have a good night, and we will see y'all soon. All right, bye, everybody.